Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Late Night Linux Extra, recorded on the 16th of June 2018, and I'm Joe. In this episode I'm going to be speaking to one of the GIMP developers, uh, Jean Pages. So uh, let's get straight on with that. So welcome to the show, Jean. Well, thank you. So I've asked you to come on and talk about the relatively new release of GIMP uh, 2.10, which took six years to develop. So it's quite a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a very big release. It's like you, yeah, you you can check the release note and you just crawl and scroll and scroll and yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think we're going to have time to go through all of the new features because, as you say, if you look at the release notes, you're just scrolling and scrolling. There's so much new in there. Um, what for you is the the most important new thing in there, or the most important new things? I'm not sure. I like a lot of stuff, but probably. Some of the stuff which I really like is like probably the effects. Now you can see a, pre- a preview of the effect on canvas. Previously, when you were playing an effect, you will have sometimes nothing. And sometimes if you had a preview, you had like this little box where you can see a little piece of your image. And then you have to test with this. And then you, you hit OK. And then you wait for a few seconds or minutes if it's a big effect. And then you say, oh, it's not it. And then you say, control Z to, to undo and try again. Yeah. But now you have like a direct preview on the canvas. So with whatever zoom you want, and you can see the whole image or just a part of it or whatever. That's, I think, one of my favorite uh, new features. Um, what else? Uh, well, there's a new theme as well, isn't there? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, a lot of, I mean... I, I, I'm partially responsible for, for the new theme. Uh, as it's like, uh, that's something I, I pushed a lot because a lot of people, uh, were complaining and everything about, uh, this and especially to get a dark theme. I mean, it's, it's nice. It's very nice, but it's, it's not like for me personally, it's not like the major feature. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just something nice. You, we have dark theme and we have symbolic icons and a lot of people's, I mean, you have both extremes with symbolic icons. For instance, some people will, will tell you, you have to have symbolic icons because, you know, like it's uh, distraction free and everything. That's the world better of the concept. And, uh, other people say with symbolic icons, you cannot see anything. I mean, you cannot recognize your tools anymore or the buttons and because colors were nice for this. Yeah. Cause the, by default, it's quite grayscale, isn't it now? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, we, we even had like some designers who, from GNOME who will tell us like just, just drop all the color icons and just do the symbolic ones. But we still decided to have both of them so you can change in preferences. But by default, it's, it's very grayscale. Yeah. There's quite a lot of new preferences generally, aren't there? Everything's more configurable now. Oh. Um, yeah, there are a lot of new ones indeed, but there were already a lot and uh, probably too, too many. Yeah. I mean, for, for me, it's actually one of the problems of GIMP. It's we, I think we have too many, uh, preferences. It's like, even I sometimes discover stuff in our preferences. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. I, I've been here. I mean, I've been, I've been coding on GIMP only for the last six, last six years, actually. So just after two eight and, uh, but I still discover stuff and, uh, and they're like, yeah, I think there are too many preferences. So how many other people are working on GIMP at the moment? It depends how, how you see it. I, I, I will say like GIMP 
core itself, like the, the like the repository of GIMP, it's mostly three people right now doing most of the job. Uh, so we had we had so the three people is like uh, Michel Natero, Mitch, which is a maintainer, and um, and someone who is called L E L L, and who, who we never met. So we think he's a robot or some spy <laughs> or something because he, yeah. he just he is invited every year when we gather together at the graphics meeting and everything, but he doesn't come. Uh, and he's very good, and and me, and uh, but and then sometimes we have uh, some like recently actually we had like uh, a, a very old contributor, uh, Zimon, who who actually made a lot of patches and he did so so sometimes some people come back and suddenly do a lot and but yeah, mostly right now there's three people doing a lot. It's us three, but then you have also Giggle. Which is so uh, one of the big thing about 210 is actually like the graphics engine, which is now Giggle, which is a library and uh, separated from GIMP. So GIMP is mostly not completely, but a lot of like basically a graphical interface around Giggle. And they are also contributors on Giggle, like Pippin. Um, I cannot say uh, I, we always just call him Pippin, who is a maintainer of Giggle and he's doing a lot of work also. Okay, and so that is what the fundamental change for this release is, isn't it? This this Giggle generic graphics library. Yeah, there are a lot of other stuff too, but that's what this was like the red string. I think you can say this right, the red string of the re- of the work on two ten. Two ten was uh, released to change the graphical engine to be fully giggle, basically. Okay. But then a lot of, in six years, of course, a lot of people will contribute other features. And of course, we don't reject the features in this case, especially when they are cool features. Yeah. So we include them. But the red string was, yeah, porting to giggle, porting GIMP's uh, internal graphics computation to giggle. Of course, just I thinking when you asked me before, a lot of everything which is Gaggle related is also like one of the big thing of of Game Two Ten. Like uh, we have like uh, high bit depths for colors, you know, color channels, and uh, and potentially soon we we will have non destructive editing and uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So. You're sitting here talking to me using Linux, Fedora, you told me, and I'm sitting here using Zubuntu. Um, And it's easy to imagine that GIMP is only used by Linux users, but that's not the case, is it? There's a Windows version, and there was previously a version for Mac OS X. Do you have any idea of the, the kind of user numbers or the split between how many people are using it on Linux versus how many people are using it on Windows and Mac? No, we don't. We don't keep statistics at all, like on website or whatever. And uh, I mean, there, there are discussions from time to time on whether we could maybe just, you know, make a download statistics and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, currently we don't have statistics. We, we know it's a lot because, for instance, at some point before it went bad, we were hosted hosting the Windows uh, installers on SourceForge. Yeah. And... Uh, 
I can't remember, but like the daily download numbers of the Windows installer were huge. Uh, so you, you don't have statistics, but do you have a feeling for how, you know, is it maybe half the people on Linux, half on Windows, or is it more like 80%? You know, what, what do you think? I think we have more Windows people, probably. If we just base ourselves on the bug reports, probably, we, we could say like it, it's the same because we have a lot of uh, Linux bug reports. But actually, we also know that, uh, well, people on Linux, they are more, a lot of them are used to, to make, to report bugs. Yeah. So, yes, uh, and we still have a lot, lot of, uh, Windows bug reports and everything. But, uh, and, and I mean, GIMP is one of these software which a lot of people use all around the world and they don't even know it's free software or whatever. And they just, you know, it just, it's I we know it's very used, so I think we have a lot of a lot more Windows users. Yeah, well, the people around the world using it know that it's um gratis. Yeah. Um, but not necessarily Libra free. Yeah. I think that's that's why it's so popular. Maybe probably. Just briefly on the macOS version, like there isn't there used to be for OS ten, but now the newer versions of macOS aren't supported anymore. No, it's it's not unsupported. It's it's just we have no package. All right. I mean, so actually, I think they are, I'm pretty sure they are packages, uh, third-party packages made by other people than the oh, okay. core team. Uh, but just our main contributor uh, for the macOS uh, package, is, is he, has a lot of, he doesn't have a lot of time lately. Right. And that's, that's just it. And actually, it's, uh, yeah, that's actually one of the problems is that we have a lot of users on Windows or macOS, but we basically have nearly no contributors on Windows or macOS. All the core developers are using Linux, and uh, most patches we get, uh, like one-time patches, are from people on Windows, Linux, or BSD or something. But uh, I see. So that yeah, that kind of means that it's disproportionate that most of the users aren't helping out. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed that um, the the new version. Um, was available as a flat pack on the website. Um, presumably that is a bit of a problem for you guys. You spend all this time developing it and then Linux distributions are lagging really far behind and they're not going to necessarily get it. So that's why you've gone this flat pack route. But um, there is a snap available, but it's not made by you guys. It's made by people at Canonical. Is that something that you had anything to do with and have any desire to get involved with? Uh, we don't have any desire to get involved with any, any other like packages. Yeah. But we are in, always interested if they want to, to make it upstream. Like if, if they want to basically be part of the core team. Yeah. So what we always say, like there's also like, um, what's this uh, other app image? Yeah. There's also this app, app image package made, made by someone. And, uh, if this person wanted, and same for the snap one wanted to make like uh, an official GIMP team uh, package for Snap or AppImage or whatever else, we, we are open to this. Okay, because the Snap at the moment is a little bit behind because you're on a, a couple of point releases now, aren't you? Whereas I think the Snap hasn't caught up with those yet. So it would Probably. be good if you could work with those guys together in some sort of official capacity. The point also was we don't want to have too much work on us. So we really ask if people want to contribute 
So if he wants and he makes scripts and whatever, and we can have it maybe running on our servers or whatever. Yeah. To make the snaps regularly and improve it. But we don't want to do it ourselves, basically. Yeah, you don't want the extra work, exactly. which kind of makes sense. You're a small team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this new version is still based on GTK2. Yeah. How long is it going to be before we get a GTK3 or even 4 version? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we cannot, I mean, we don't know, so we cannot say because we don't know. Just it's, uh, that, that's it. And, uh, I mean, we started working on, on the GTK3 version. It's now the, the new master, the, the, our main uh, source repository is the GTK3 version, but uh, you can already build it and it works and everything, but don't use it for production. It's, man. Well, it's it's just it's it's not good for production. Yeah, and is that going to be version three then of uh, GIMP? Yeah, it will be three Yeah, so um, we don't know when it will be released. I mean, if if we continue as we are doing now, which is kind of very high rate of commits and everything, I hope it will be a lot faster than uh, to, between two eight and two ten. I think it could be. But we'll, we'll see. And, uh, but also there's something which is like a main difference between before. And maybe you may have noticed this already with, uh, GIMP 2.10.2, because we already had a, a second uh, release of 2.10. We decided we could add new features or basically changes, uh, in, uh, in the 2.10 series. Because before this, we had like this, uh, common uh, uh, release politics about, you know, like all the two eight dot something were just bug fixes releases. And uh, now 2.10 dot something can have features and 2.10.2 already had uh, some new features and and 2.10.4 will also have new features uh, because we already have uh, new stuff in the branch and, and so on. So when you get to version three, it's not going to be a huge difference like it is between two eight and two ten, is what you're saying? Well, it will still be a huge difference, I think, because but at least everything which can be back backported, we we will backport it basically. Okay. I mean, there's there's still a difference just because it's GTK two or GTK three, and like and that's that's already a lot of stuff will be a lot 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 better, but uh, but yeah, like all everything which can be backported will be backported before yeah in terms of help then what what can people do to help the project out what do you need mostly is it developers is it testers is it translators what do you need uh, everything <laughs> uh, everything uh, we i mean we have very few developers and uh, especially on on windows and mac os we're just trying to to keep all the windows and developers uh, windows and mac os developers who who make patches uh, sometimes, and uh, until now it's it's not really working. But also even even just generic like Linux developers, I mean, we are very few, so there is a lot to do. And so if you want to help, you can. But then of course a lot of other stuff. We now now we have had a, a new website. Uh, if you saw, I mean, it has been like two or three years, I think. And, uh, we have like this news, you know, news uh, feed. So we're trying to have a lot more news now, uh, regular news of on what we do and everything. And we were discussing that 
if like even communities they will just do they have make like, I don't know a workshop or whatever game related and they want to tell about it and uh, we'd welcome news you know local news and if you want to make tutorials you know our tutorials right now on gift.org they are all crap they are all old and I mean we have a few new but they're very few and and on very few topics and uh mostly old tutorials or I think actually we even like re- removed a lot of them or ha- hit them I don't know so manual also or manual like I think a lot of the screenshots are very old screenshots from older versions and uh, and text can be improved and uh, I mean everything everything can be you can help on everything yeah well thank you very much for coming on and giving me your time and hopefully the next version will be sooner rather than later and you can come back and tell me all about that one Okay, yeah, no problem. And thank you very much. Great to talk to Jean there. And GIMP is just one of those projects that you think is kind of bigger than it is because everyone uses it. It's in basically every distro. I use it all the time, albeit not for very complex things. But to find out that there's only a few developers working on it, um, it really makes you think. Um, But one thing that uh, he emailed me about afterwards where he forgot to mention uh, Zimamo, I think it's a marmot. I'm not sure how you say it. Uh, Z-E-M-A-R-M-O-T, which is a 2D animation film that he and some other people are working on. And they've got a Patreon for that. Um, so I'll put a link to that in the show notes anyway. That's um, kind of funding his work on GIMP. It's a film that is made with totally free software with GIMP and Blender and stuff like that. So I look forward to seeing that when it comes out. There's a, a teaser trailer available on YouTube. So uh, yeah, do definitely check that out. So at this point, I would have normally done a bit of admin and then gone into the second interview, but uh, unfortunately, there isn't one because I had lined one up with someone, but that did not work out for various reasons. Um, I won't go into it, but um, I was let down as the the bottom line there by circumstance as much as anything else, but um, it is what it is. Um, And that leads me on to... uh, bad news i'm afraid we're only four episodes into this um but i think that this is it unfortunately for various reasons this has just not really worked out the thing is that once i'm on mumble talking to the guest it's great i get to talk linux which i love doing more than almost anything else and free software generally and i find out loads about really interesting projects and everything that i've talked about on this show so far has been great However, it's the organization of it that is just too stressful. Trying to organize two guests every couple of weeks, you wouldn't think it would be that much stress, but it just is. And it means having to record at funny times when people are available. And it means that I'm just constantly worried about it and thinking about it, who's going to be the next person and trying to book them and all the rest of it. And it's just got too much for me. It's only been four shows, but that is two months, and I have been able to gauge what it's like, and I just massively underestimated how much work this was going to be. And I know this is going to be a disappointment, especially to people who've you know pledged on Patreon or whatever as a direct result of this, and obviously I'm going to understand if people don't want to contribute anymore. I mean, we're still doing the main show, obviously. Um, This now not doing extra anymore at least for the time being, is going to free up some time for me to do various other things. I've got various other podcasts in the pipeline, Um, nothing concrete yet, but um, this will hopefully free up time for me to do some other content, which will hopefully be 
a little bit less stressful to put together. Um, so yeah, sad really, but um, you know, I, I think that I have to cut my losses now. I, I don't want to just keep doing this and keep getting stressed about it. And uh, you know, the, the other thing is the audio quality as well. That is something that I always strive for in all of my podcasts is to have the best audio quality that I can. And the guests, they're very interesting people. They're working on really cool stuff, but generally they're using laptop mics. And, you know, I just, it, it's not great all around, really. It's not the show that I wanted it to be. And um, I, I think I've just got to do this now. So I'm I'm very sorry, everyone for uh messing you around like this but um there will be more content coming soon i don't know exactly what that's going to be but there will be something um and we'll keep this rss feed around for if there's stuff that doesn't fit in the main show if there's you know longer versions of interviews maybe i don't know um who knows what's going to happen uh but i know that the the main show the plan is very much to keep that going. That is uh, something that I'm really enjoying and have been for a long time. I'm really enjoying the new lineup. Um, you know, Graham and Will are great additions. Jesse might be coming back soon. I don't know. We'll have to see about that. But um, yeah, I suppose at least for the time being, then that'll do it for Late Night Linux Extra. See you later. Mm-hmm.